Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Because I've missed him. I've missed the Baz, the skip, the one and only McCullum. But he's a busy man. He's got everything going on. He's a commentator. He's a coach. He's a radio host. He's a not bad golfer too. Not a bad golfer. Usually shooting about high 70s, he reckons. We'll see. I've seen him on the list tomorrow. Seen him on the list for maybe our Wednesday group. Might have to go along and show him how to play golf and... Bit of etiquette as well. See how see if my etiquette on the etiquette on the golf course has improved. But he's on the line now. How are you, my brother? Ah, uh, good morning, brother. Good morning. What a lovely intro. Gee, so nice to me with the money frequently coming on the radio, eh? And and your etiquette your etiquette is not a quick fix. I think that's deeply rooted in your golfing psyche. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm just going to do it now, just to really annoy you and get you off your golf game because you're playing. You're, play, you're playing quite sharp at the moment, I must say. Like you, you're shooting like high seventies, eighties. Yeah, you must be pretty but good I, with that. I didn't bring my clubs down though, bro. So I might not be able to play. I might have to, you know, get home and pack some pack some gear yeah. for uh, before I go to Australia, rather than trying to take yeah. your money. You know. <laughs> fair enough, bro. fair enough. Hey, um, quickly, uh, you, you're down in Christchurch, but you, you're shooting off soon. You're heading over to Australia, spend a time, bit of time with Liz's family, and then you're going to shoot off to IPL, mate. Is everything falling into place? Yeah, it is, bro. It's um, gee, it's a bit niggly over in, uh, but gnarly over in Aussie as well. So Liz's family's from Lismore, so all the flooding which is going on at the moment, which is oh. uh, the worst floods we've ever had, actually. So. Big shout out to all her family. Hopefully they're all safe and well, and Liz Moore is yeah. able to get a little bit of respite. So we, well, the plan is to head over there this week. Um, we're going to spend about five days with them. So we haven't seen them in two years, which is pretty cool. Got a little niece and nephew that I haven't met as well. Um, yeah. so now the old border restrictions are a bit easier, and then from there I'll um, I'll crack straight onto the IPL bro. So yeah, we'll rip into it. Try and try and take Flem's team down this time round, eh? Go one step further. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go one step further, but you always, you know, you got our support back here in NZ, and uh, you're a big part of our team. And we hope you go over there and do well, and spend some quality time with your family before you shoot off. And uh, you look make after them. You look after millions. the show, that way. <laughs> well, mate, I don't know. I have to. I haven't got anything else going on, mate. I'm just stuck here and sit in my house and just do the show, but just keep holding the fort down, brother. That's what about what you? Do you look after that, and then you know when I come back, then I'll I'll you know make sure that I look after you. I'll bring some more tea home. All right. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Bears. Hey, quickly, Bears. Daggy's been doing the Love Racing NZ updates every day, and just really, wow, no idea. How they going um, for you, mate? She, Oh, yeah, really, really good, actually. Monday and Tuesday, there's lots happening in the racing world, I'll tell you that. I've even gone in. I've I've even tipped out today. I went over to Bendigo, mate. Race 5, number 11, called Mahia. And the only reason I've gone to Mahia is that's close to Gizzy, and my wife's from Gizzy, so it's paying $6.50. Potentially might win, mate, but surely, for our listeners, they miss you. They want to lead in. 
Hastings tomorrow. Surely you got something. Well, hang on. First of all, let's talk about Mahia. You're not too far off the mark because you've got Michael D in the saddle. He's a former Kiwi jockey. Yes. You've got Trent Busson and Natalie Young, who we've had on the show before, former Kiwi trainers. Yeah. And it's a Darcy Brahma, so it's Kiwi bred as well. So you're actually not too far there off the money there, mate. Okay? $6.50? So yeah. You pretend you don't know what you're doing, but you actually do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I had a wee look. I had a wee look. It's not bad for him. It's had six starts, one win and one third. Uh, one placing, yeah. I must say, and so I think it'll go all right. Just drawing wide yeah. though, barrier eleven. Nah, don't worry about that. You'll be okay. So you want one for tomorrow? You got anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us, give us something, bud. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> right. There's one which um, which might be a little. I actually hadn't seen the market. Have you got it in front of you or not? Because there's a horse yep. in the Lowland Stakes tomorrow. Yeah, well, I've been talking about Colorado, that. I've mate. been talking about that. I've been well, talking. Aspen, uh, Aspen, Colorado. I didn't see that one. I saw South of South of Session. That's paying two dollars, and Love Letters paying, I don't know mid mid odds about six bucks. I think. Ooh. Aspen, Colorado paying sevens and two ten. There you go. There you go. Aspen, Aspen Colorado. Colorado. Who's riding? Aspen, Aspen There you go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's been going good, too. Yeah, that's right. So I reckon that horse, I reckon it's a, I reckon it's a pretty good horse. Well, pretty good filly. I think she's a, mm. you know, she can she can gallop. So that's that's my little tip for you, brother. There you go. Thanks for giving me that because you gave us nothing about the defibrillate. So, um, yeah, no, I really appreciate that one. I didn't think you could sh- win. All our listeners were coming in hot yesterday, and I said, I didn't even know as well. Sorry, guys. Oh, neither did oh, I. Yeah. I'm one of the owners. So there you go. Oh, you must be pumped, yeah. though. That was, a, that was a good race. Obviously, I, I read the form afterwards and dropped in class, and it just all made sense. Won that race last year, the Mornington, and, and won that one. So back to back, it just looked. Comfortable. My dad got on. He got it at twelve bucks, so he was up and about. Ah, oh, good work, good work. Now, well, the thing, mm. the reason why I didn't think it could win is, is because we, if you remember, we were on the path to the Melbourne Cup, so that was two thousand meter race, yeah. and we were, we yeah. stretched yeah. him out to try and run two miles last year, and and he sort of just ran. He started to maybe run a little down. Maybe we sort of took the speed out of him a little bit. So since then, he's had a good freshen mm. up. He's come back. He's had a couple of trials over shorter distances and I was it was a big watch for me. I wanted to wait and see how he came back before start tipping him out. But gee came yeah. back right, he went boom. So he could be in for an exciting campaign. So you obviously um didn't tip him out, but you had a bet on him? Uh I had a sentimental bet, yeah. A sentimental <laughs> bet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit, Baz. Man, I had a horrible weekend. Thank you, Baby Winks. Baby Winks. Not even close to Baby Winks, anyway. That's enough of that. She's still oh, a baby. She'll, she'll be okay. Yeah. She's still, remember what J-Mac yeah. said? She's still a baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, Winks didn't lose. I'll tell you that, so don't even put him in the same Winks category. lost anyway, early. Sorry, Actually, Winks did lose. <laughs> lost it. Lost in, uh, what, she was. She lost the two, first two races or something. Something like that. Anyway, oh. we digress. Okay, okay. Okay, mate. Well, quickly, quickly we're going to talk, talk some cricket. cricket we're going to talk some. Yeah, we'll talk some cricket. <laughs> well, Ricardo picked it. He said, "Wonder if we'll talk any cricket because we're just going to talk horses." I could talk horses with you all day, mate. 
Um, <laughs> anyway, we'll talk some cricket. Today, backs against the wall, mate. Obviously, Devin Conway is our shining light. Can we, can we do the unthinkable? And this team, if anyone's going to create history, it's the Black Caps as of late. I mean, outstanding. But can it happen today, bud? How do you see this unfolding? Well, my heart says that we can, but mm. my head says we're buggered. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Right. Oh, look, I think the surface is actually flat. Like, it's a really good wicket, you know? Um, and, yeah. like, it's a pretty inexperienced bowling lineup. They've got Rabada, who's clearly an absolute jet. Um, and mm. he's bowled brilliantly, and he even batted well in this test as well. Uh, Marco Janssen, six foot plenty, got high release. Started getting his paces up there a little bit last night, but not like, yeah, I mean, good bowler, but but still relatively unproven. The the two keys mm. for me are um, Rabada with the new ball when that time comes. Yeah. Um, yep. If they're still going, New Zealand. Um, and then leading into that, it'll be the Maharaj threat because he's a nice spinner. He gets he challenges both the inside edge and outside edge of the right-handers in particular. Um, and he's got a little bit of foot marks to aim for for the left-hander. So he's probably the biggest danger. But, gee, it's been mm. an incredible turnaround day like in a week mm. in the same at the same ground, same teams, for there to be such a stark turnaround has been phenomenal. I don't think New Zealand's played that bad. I don't think South Africa's just mm. played outstandingly well. So for you, for you, and I'll, I'll quickly get over to Ricardo in a minute, but for you, if you're in the in the the black caps you know environment how how do you see them approaching us do you do you see them devin conway coming out and just battening down the hatches and absolutely just anchoring down and blocking left right and center or do you, would you still play positive cricket to potentially um you know they're doing the unthinkable and getting the getting the double or just playing out a draw but you know if their mindset their attitude how do you see them approaching today well, they can't win. That's first and foremost. They can't win. Um, so there's only two results on the table. One is them to lose and the other one is to draw. But the thing that's really key when you're trying to bat, um, when you're trying to bat out a day or two days is that you, you've got to still have a natural tempo. So whatever your natural tempo is, then you just come slightly under that, if that makes sense. So if you're a stroke maker, you still have to be getting your fill, if that makes sense. So you gotta, you still got to be hitting the odd ball to the boundary and getting that release. But you just play slightly within yourself. And if you're a, a nuggety dow player, then you just play that sort of tempo. Like it, it makes no sense for Colin DeGrand home, for instance, to come out and try and dead bat every ball because he just... Yeah. Something will go off in his he head won't. and he'll have an almighty <laughs> slog and it'll, and it'll turn yeah. bad, you know? You've got to find a way... I even think back... That time I was lucky enough to sort of bat out the day against India... It's, you, you've still got to get a release somewhere. So you're still trying to be positive, still see the scoreboard ticking over, but you're playing just slightly within yourself. I think that's that's their best approach. Uh, Baz, we saw um, Keshav Maharaj take two for 32 off 16, so, you know, sort of strangle the run rate a bit and, um, and, and take some wickets as well. Uh, here's something that, you know, um, Tom Latham didn't have at his disposal, a, a spinner. Do you think that they, they missed a trick with a selection for this test? Oh, look, I think, hey, Ricardo, I think um, I think South Africa have, they've read the conditions beautifully. Like, like when they won the toss and they decided to bat, I was kind of like, I turned around, I was like, you what? You know what? <laughs> and, and, he, and they said, we're going to bat. And then he said, we want to front up and we're going to pick a spinner. And I was like, wow, good on you. That's really 
gutsy. But then if we think back to Daniel Vittori operated in New Zealand for a long period of time, and I know we've got an outstanding Ooh, team back, but sometimes you've just... I'd love us to, to consider a spinner a lot more than what we what we have. I think New Zealand Creek's got it right for a long period of time when you play on those real green wickets. But this one wasn't quite the same. It had a slightly more browner tinge to it, and it looked like it was going to go five days. So a spinner becomes, you know, really key in that. And Maharaj is a good bowler. We've got good bowlers. AJ's Patel is a good bowler. Um, I know he's not available at the moment because of his injury, but, you know, he, he's there as well. So the thing is that I think a lot of the time we've talked about Colin de Grandhome um, sort of position versus a spinner. I actually don't see it like that. But without the Grandhome's runs, we would have been pumped in this test. I think he still comes in and bats where he does, but to me, I'm not sure you need four seamers plus the Grunholme. So it's one of either Wagner or Jameson um, who would miss out to make way for a spinner. But you've got to say that the cricket, the cricket's a lot more fun when you've got a spinner, eh? But last <laughs> night, you see them with all the men around the bat and the pressure it creates and the, the angst <laughs> that, it, that it gives you as a batter or as a viewer. Uh, look, um, we've got to start to look at including a spinner in our squad for sure. Even though it's been an incredibly successful period for New Zealand cricket, operating with the seamers, there'll be times where you have to have a spinner. Yeah, hey, well, Baz, on, on that then, you know, um, when you're talking about the, the bowlers and and the makeup of that bowling, there's been uh, quite a bit of chatter on, on Twitter after uh, his no-show with the bat of recent times about where Tim Southey should sit in the order. Uh, a few people calling him, uh, calling for him to be dropped to 11 with Matt Henry 60 and Wags 49 and obviously Jamison being able to bat at 8. Uh, what, do you, what do you make of that? And would you want to be the guy to tell him or would, would that be a phone call? Uh, well, well first of all, I certainly don't mind. I don't mind uncomfortable conversations. That's part of the role, right? But yeah. Um, so you'd have to you'd tell him over a beer if that was the case. But there's no way I'd be doing that. I think he's got close to eighty odd test sixes. The thing about Tim South is every time he gets out, it's going to look ugly, and you just got to get that through your head. But the game's <laughs> not about looking pretty. The game's about scoring runs, and he averages, I think, about sixteen for a number for a number uh, nine batsman. Sixteen's actually pretty good. <laughs> Uh, the, the fact that we're even talking about who bats 9, 10, 11 is kind of a moot point, I think. And yeah, yeah. in the end, Saudi, I don't think he really cares where he bats, but I, I quite like him at number nine because he can play a couple of shots and, and it just sort of, you know, if he gets 15, 20 playing a couple of shots, then you just take a little bit of that sort of oomph into the, into the last batters too. So, yeah, oh, we're just lucky we've got some guys who can bat. I thought Matt Henry was dead stiff the other day when he got caught at deep point first ball too. That's unlucky. <laughs> All right, Bears. What time are we catching up? What time do you see we see? We, what time are we catching up today? What time do you think this is going to be all wrapped up? Hmm? You have coffee well, about sort, one. It sort, it sort of depends because there's a <laughs> there's like a flight. There's like the last flight from Christchurch to Hamilton <laughs> about two thirty. So Ooh. if the boys hang so on, you're low key prone. Then, <laughs> then, then I won't. Then I won't make that. And I'll sort of stay down the night, and um, and then if it, if unfortunately it doesn't work out, I'll probably go home early because the family's going to go to Oddly tomorrow. So yeah. I'll have to let you know, bro. Is that okay? So Why don't you come down so and watch the way you'd... Ah, <laughs> oh, busy, mate. Got to go play golf oh. at 10. <laughs> Sounds like that. <laughs> Late tags, good mate. I've been. I was on the diggle yesterday. So, well, country Clunas was out flying this morning, talking about late dag and and being out in the digger. But no, I'm um I'm going to have a whack at ten o'clock, bud. But uh, hopefully, if you stay the night, I'll catch up with you uh, tonight, eh? 
We'll have a wee catch up. All right. Sounds good, brother. Sounds good. See you, boys. Have fun, eh? We'll have a... You too, Baz. Good to talk yeah. to you. I miss you. I miss you. Yeah, cheers. And the miss kitchen. Miss you too, Baz, a boy. <laughs> yeah, Emma's back. Emma's back. She's back from her four-day weekend, so she's flying today. So the team's back in there. And Louie. Can't forget Louie. Where's Louie? Oh, he's having a good holiday. He deserves a good holiday. Gee, he's worked hard over the summer, hasn't he? Yeah, he's yes. been gone so long, it's almost a matter of who's Louie. <laughs> oh, you can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> yeah, Emma was down in Christchurch as well. She looked like, following her oh. Instagram post, she looked like she had a pretty good weekend too. She was a bit bleary-eyed this morning. Oh. <laughs> she is. She sounds a bit croaky. She 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 said Med, Medvedev better than I did, so she's doing a lot better than I did. But anyway, she's doing well. But um, we appreciate you coming on the show, bro. It is your show, so really, you can come on whenever you like. So thanks very much, Baz. <laughs> Love you, mate. We miss you. And uh, there you go. Aspen, Colorado, tomorrow. Good work, brother. Take care. Love you. See you, boys. See you, See you mate. Cheers. There you go, Bears, the skip, McCullum giving his little take of what's going to unfold. And, well, let's be honest, she's probably going to be over in the next hour or so. It's tough, tough work, the Black Cats. Let's hope not. We love staying firm and strong and supporting our team, the Black Caps. Uh, hopefully they can salvage a draw because he reckons they can't even get a win. But 330 from 91 overs, you think it's an achievable with um, Colin de Gromholm coming in. He ain't going to block. He's going to swing for the rafters. Anyway, that was Baz McCullum talking about some cricket and a lot on the horse racing. Uh, tomorrow, race seven, Aspen, Colorado, winning the Group 2 Lowland Stakes in Hastings. There you go. That was skipper Baz McCullum. Coming up, we're going to chat to Paulie Moati, our TAB live catch-up. That was Baz McCullum. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.